Hey Mukul, welcome to the podcast, man. Hi Divyansh, how are you? Good, good. How are you? How are you? I'm great. So I, uh, Mukul, I'm I'm really excited to have you here because you're doing something very exciting in the metaverse space, in the Web three space, through Meta Shop, which is essentially creating three D assets out of the real world, you know, scenarios that we have, and yeah. that is pretty important because I read somewhere that. we are just diving straight into the metaverse world and we are skipping this very crucial step of 3d modeling right and that's yes. what i think you are trying to uh, come in and you know pitch your uh, services to to folks who are actually building the metaverse so uh, yeah. on that mm-hmm. note uh, mukul i would hand it over to you to give a brief intro about you and what you're doing and then we'll move on to the questions sure so i'm the co-founder of meta shop at meta shop we are building a mobile application that lets anyone convert real life objects to 3d using just videos of it so videos can be taken with a phone or a dslr or a drone or anything and the objects can range from a small jewelry piece to an entire mountain that's the scale of it so it can be any frame anywhere from a very small object to a large object depending on the use case so that's the gist of it and the end product of that is a 3d model which hmm. can be exported which can be linked to websites or which can be added to a metaverse so that's Got the it. basic part of it so mukul yeah tell me why did you uh, so why did you choose metaverse is going to be a later question why uh, is web3 important as in what is it about web3 that is uh, you know important for folks who are even listening to that web3 is going to boom in the near future why is it important so like re- recently it's been everything is being transitioning to decentralization basically it is the notion that uh, everything is stored at one place which should not be done like that storing all the data in a central server and moving it from a central server to a distributed system that is spread across the web that's the basic gist of it and it brings along with it the power to everyone who is being involved in it rather than uh, keeping it with just one company hmm. so there here is where the dows come in okay so people can pitch in their ideas they can be a part of it they can be a part of development in the future so that's the overall idea of decentralization hmm right so i think uh, apart from just decentralizing you own your own data that will be another thing which earlier was used yeah. to uh, was owned by these big corporates like google and facebook yeah. which is still there it's going to be there but yeah through the flavor of web3 we'll be able to own our own uh, you know data and probably as you mentioned dows right which is decentralized autonomous organizations uh, yeah. it's more like a decentralized company where we have a lot of folks who are pitching and coming together though the concept is still evolving it looks very promising mm-hmm. because uh, through dows everybody can be a contributor to that ecosystem right exactly yes and that's and, the like main yeah. that's the main idea of it that's why it is so powerful yeah and in this whole conversation of web3 where does a metaverse fit in what is the metaverse and where does it fit in in this whole web3 scenario okay so metaverse is basically a virtual version of the real world you can say it like that and there are metaverses which are not based on web3 there are metaverses which are based on web3 there are two different kinds of metaverses it is okay. not that every metaverse is based on web3 Hmm. There are people with uh, decentralized de- uh, metaverses like Decentraland. Those are basically crypto-based. 
Yeah. And there are centralized metaverses as well. Ones like Nvidia is building. Nvidia is mm. building a metaverse which they are naming Omniverse. Okay. So it is an industrial metaverse in which they are building uh, virtual clones of real life machines, real life factories. So people can oh. actually build virtual factories in it. So it is centralized. That's the difference. And decentralized is decentralized. Okay. And uh, like it is mainly the Nvidia's version is mainly aimed for industrial practices, and there is another one that Tesla is building. Tesla is building a 3D version of the routes that are being traveled by Tesla's vehicles. Then Google is going with Waymo. So mm-hmm. these are different kinds of metaverses that are there, and the use cases vary a lot. And the thing is, the doing everything virtually reduces the cost by so much. In everything in the industrial practices that it becomes totally logical to do it hmm. that's the uh, main reason why these metaverses are being popped up very recently and in these metaverses the main thing is the 3d asset that is over there and building a 3d asset is very difficult right now for a normal person so we'll come to that as we go yeah so from what i understand that you just said that Metaverse is essentially a virtual world, right? It can be yeah. a mix of virtual and real as well, as we see in augmented reality, which is coming up, and VR, yeah. which is virtual reality. And uh, metaverses existed even before Web3 was born, right? Uh, yes. I just mentioned some scenarios over here. And apart from that, as I, I can experience, you know, uh, I recall the games I used to play, like GTA Vice mm. City and all that. That was a metaverse in itself. Yeah, it and, is a essentially a metaverse. Yeah, exactly. You have your own car. You 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 buy and st- stealing is another thing. But yeah, you can buy your own uh, weapons and yeah. stuff like that. It, it was a different. Yeah. It was a centralized metaverse only. You can buy your own clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That happens on PUBG and other games. And yeah. when you add a flavor of crypto and blockchain and decentralization to this whole virtual world, it becomes a metaverse in the Web three world, right? So yeah. that is what you are trying to say. So that is that is. That is the interesting bit. I just wanted to understand, and uh, you know, why uh, is it important? You know, to so I'll just reframe it in a way. Will the physical spaces, right, that we have, uh, say, our offices and homes, be replaced by the metaverse, or will it be complemented by the metaverse? What's your What are your thoughts on that? So, in some cases, they will be replaced. In some cases, they will be complemented. Now, in case of workplaces. It hmm. is more like they will be complemented by the metaverse because not everything can be done remotely. So okay. some physical aspect is there of working to a, in a physical space. But in cases like uh, research and development, where a lot of research and development is done on equipments which are very costly, in that area it makes sense to virtualize everything because okay. uh, we can build digital clones of the machines that we are using hmm. and we can perform experience uh, experiments on that. So metaverse can replace those areas totally, hmm. and in normal working spaces, it will complement the uh, process that we are following right now, like working in a physical space. So uh, that's the that's my idea basically about it. So I I can recall that I had this call with a guy from the UK who is building a metaverse. Right, it's called VR Park. And when I was uh, you know experiencing that metaverse, it felt like a game, right? and i was yeah. wondering that this whole uh, experience is completely supplementary or complementary to the real world uh, experiences mm. we have and it 
just hmm. cannot 100% replace everything for example hmm. uh, you know he showed me an office space where he entered with his avatar right and hmm. you know we were going through the rooms and the meeting rooms and the auditoriums it felt kind kind of like little bit useless because <laughs> it was uh, because i can't fathom or understand the fact that why wouldn't we be there in a physical space and play a game like that and just experience and yeah. talk to folks yeah. but there's a lot of power to that as well because hmm. uh, he showed me certain scenarios for example where for example my avatar is there in the virtual world i am there in hmm. my room and i'm i've locked it hmm. i can't see what is happening inside nobody can enter it stuff like that yeah. so some scenarios look very promising but overall it look very complementary yeah so i think a lot of work is still needs to be done to to really yeah. bring it forward so we are actually working with another indian startup who are building their own metaverse and it is an educational metaverse and in it we are actually converting india's monuments to 3d using meta oh, okay so okay. that's another use case where we can probably replace the real with the virtual for people who live actually very far from those monuments like people who live in very far far away countries who probably won't visit india ever hmm. so for those that's the uh, nearest experience that they can have using a vr headset and looking at those monuments inside out yeah so it depends person to person and their uh, like what they want to do that's an interesting scenario because yeah. for for say for education and for travel this scenario is already there right and even for entertainment yeah. right you know roller coaster yeah. paragliding and stuff like that if you want really want to experience them beforehand that is i am talking from a b2c perspective if you go into b2b yeah. there are a lot more scenarios that you just mentioned right yes. simulations of machines right simulations of uh, factories right where people can come in and train right there's are other scenarios yes. and the most important aspect over there as we don't realize is the 3d models which are present inside the metaverse right So yeah, how yeah. do you create those 3D models what is the tech behind those models i just wanted to understand okay so i'll explain how the models are being built currently yeah so currently people take photos of the model and a 3D artist usually traces the model by looking at those photos and that's how every 3D artist works usually they design it in their software that can be blender unity or anything so that's the current process and basically it is very lengthy process it takes a lot of time and it is not accessible to a lot of businesses because okay. of the steps involved in it hmm. so what we do uh, we just take a video of the product and the photos are then stitched together there is okay. ray tracing involved in it so the ray tracing is done on the photos and then a 3d point cloud is generated of the uh, product or anything that is there so that's the basic idea behind metashop you just have to take a video and the video itself is converted into a point cloud which then the person can use anywhere he wants okay so if you are a e-commerce store basically what we are targeting right now we are targeting e-commerce stores first of all so any e-commerce store can convert all of their products uh, to virtual products and then upload it on their website just by copying a link, link from the metashop app like you probably must have seen with youtube videos you hmm. copy the youtube video link paste it somewhere and it gets embedded in your website yeah. so that's easy that's how it uh, easy it is and like essentially the process that should take 6 months right now is completed within a day wow. that's the difference that's crazy man so you're saying this yeah. whole process of converting uh, physical assets to virtual assets takes a day now which used to take so much time earlier right and you're accelerating this whole process for us 
and basically not even accelerating we are making it accessible for everyone we are hmm. increasing the speed as well as making it easy to use there's no use if the process is difficult to use but fast we are making it dead easy for everyone to use like even like children can use the app and <laughs> record okay. videos and convert anything to 3d yeah it's very easy like uh, we'll be launching the beta version in the next month so hmm. you will see the app then right now we are just collaborating with multiple startups using our backend that is being developed right now okay so and uh, you yeah. just uh, mentioned about uh, technologies like unity right by your development can you talk a little bit more about the tech bit over here as to what is going into uh, the tech bit okay so unity is basically used by 3d artists right now it is a 3d development software where mm. they can build scenarios they can build 3d models okay. so that is the tool that is being used right now so we are bypassing that tool and we use ray tracing and photogrammetry and neural rendering these three technologies are used in it so basically what neural rendering does is that uh, it takes all the photos that are there in the video and it estimates where each ray is going in that video so basically the uh, here is an object and you take a video of the object and the rays are traced in every photo and जहा पे वो रेस का सबसे ज्यादा कॉन्सेंट्रेशन होता है देयर द ऑब्जेक्ट इज कंसिडर्ड की ऑब्जेक्ट एंड दिस इज एंड दिस इज डन विद इन वेरी शॉर्ट स्पैन ऑफ टाइम लाइक फाइव मिनट्स और लेस देन दैट सो या एंड लाइक इट टेक्स यू टू कन्वर्ट एन एंटायर बिल्डिंग अबाउट फिफ्टीन मिनट्स अबाउट uh this is i think part of deep learning is it uh, which which you yeah. do okay yeah it is a part of deep learning and it is a relatively new concept it has been in research since last 6 years i guess but the research on it has accelerated in recent years even google is incorporating neural rendering in google maps actually hmm. they uh, from next year on, next year onwards so hmm. they will be doing fly through tours of hotels using existing photos that they have wow. they have loads of photos of every place they can easily do it so like they are using neural rendering to create a drone like video of any place so it is very cool it is actually very cool so uh, just tell me one thing yaar being an entrepreneur right and working on something like deep learning which is complicated right so uh, you know if for example a layman wants to you know learn more about web this deep learning thing and implement it for the right uh yeah. how complicated is it for anybody to understand deep learning because it's a new thing it's it's coming up and probably you have experienced it first hand so yeah. what has been your experience in terms of implementation of deep learning or understanding deep learning so you have to take it step by step uh, i started when i was in college uh, i think second year started with online tutorials doing small projects and it started from there actually uh i started from very basic topics that are involved in deep learning and it uh, grew from over there doing project by project so it takes anywhere from like if you do it properly you can be good at it within an year so it's not all that complicated there are loads of free resources online that you can have been hmm. a lot of free courses you don't even have to go to udemy for that so researchers like the prominent researchers in deep learning are like releasing their own free courses that you can have and uh, like you just have to take it take it step by step and it is actually quite easy once you get it got it so i i think uh, from what i understand you're doing so much in terms of creating 3d assets using so sophisticated deep learning technology 
what is the metaverse opportunity here the size you see in terms of mm. business yeah what is what is it okay so like assets are the backbone of any metaverse <laughs> essentially yeah. Yeah. you need assets to build metaverse that's what uh, the entire thing is based on so the possibilities here are limitless to be honest in every metaverse 3d asset of some kind will be needed and a large portion of that is based on real life some of it is imaginative some of it is creative because you have to involve creative elements otherwise it will be boring yeah so that is there but uh, like industrial areas the metaverse is based on self driving cars like to train self driving cars then industries all of that is based on real life totally there is no creative aspect in it because they have to keep it very real so mm-hmm. in all of that the scope is very huge like uh like i told about nvidia they have been mm. partnering with siemens they have been partnering with a lot of indian companies as well yeah. to convert entire factories to virtual things correct so, yeah and even even instagram is uh, planning to integrate nfts into their platform so uh, that will be another mm. big opportunity for creators to uh, work on 3d virtual assets and probably metashop may just come in over there yeah like people can actually like it will be like the e-commerce people the businesses and small artists even actually we are opening the doors for small indian artists small artisans craft people to gain another revenue source actually yeah. they can sell their art pieces as nfts in the metaverse we have been educating small artists about it and they have been like it, it takes time for them to understand about it but once they get it they are very excited about it and like there is a huge potential especially in india a country where we have so many talented people who really don't get much platform to showcase themselves nfts are a really huge thing for them yeah. like people can directly uh, convert their sculptures into 3d assets mm. into nfts using metashop and then sell it on multiple marketplaces just like that got it that's that's interesting yeah and tell me one thing yeah uh, i i have experienced the metaverse through virtual reality and i've also yeah. experienced the metaverse through the computer which is 2d right and uh, mm. over here uh, what do you think vr and ar the role they will play in, in when it comes to the metaverse is it really important to have yeah. virtual reality headsets and augmented reality to experience metaverse and uh, going forward will it be necessary because i can see that in a 2d world it's not a universal right it's it's, it's only a game right so what do you think yeah. is the role of ar and vr over here? yeah actually ar and vr play a very big role essentially they bring metaverse to life otherwise it is just another game just like you said it is on a flat screen it feels like a game you are controlling it with a keyboard mm-hmm. and so it doesn't feel real all that real yeah otherwise using ar headset especially it gets even more real because you are essentially mm-hmm. overlaying the metaverse on top of the real world which is which is what we are mainly focusing on correct. at maker met correct correct we are really optimistic about the ar part of the metaverse yeah. because you can create so many interesting experiences using it it is very exciting to be a part of it like in vr there are cases where only vr can work mm-hmm. but in most cases for common people augmented reality is the best way to go as of now especially from the user accessibility point of view as well because vr headsets are pretty bulky right now yes and they can be used only when you are sitting in some place in a closed environment you cannot use it anywhere 
otherwise like ar headsets can are transparent you can mm. see through them and yeah. they are yeah. much less bulky and probably in a coming few years like apple is gonna release their own ar headset mm. so those kind of products will get it more mainstream Hmm. and ar will play a huge role in bringing this mainstream on on a side note i think when you mentioned ar i haven't experienced ar as such i've just played some games like uh, pokemon go which is a yeah. real world implementation of augmented reality and a few apps even in india some fitness apps are doing uh, you know ai and augmented reality to track mm. your workouts and give you yeah. the points and stuff like that or as as a side note when i experienced vr through the oculus headset which has been released by facebook uh, i can yeah. tell you that it's going to be a game changer if it goes you know to the masses and people have not really experienced or seen the potential of something like a virtual reality headset or an ar mm. it is game changing especially right now i can only see the entertainment use cases the gaming use cases mm. and now even the fitness uh, use cases which mm. are there it is going to be game changing and uh, you know time will tell i think it's going to take some 2 3 years before headsets it become will, cheaper yeah. based on moore's law and all that which is going on right the hardware like, becomes cheaper the headset and it's actually real yeah yeah that's yeah. the that's the thing so when your eyes are all covered right and you can see the yeah. immersive and simulated environment in front of you that's when you realize the real especially, potential of especially the with the audio input when you oh, hear yeah. that headset the audio input makes it feel like you are there in that specific environment hmm. which is which makes all the difference and and tell me are uh, there are lots of metaverse projects which are going on right now and uh, yeah. some are based on web3 some are maybe centralized as you talk about nvidia uh, mm. can you tell me three projects you are most bullish on when it comes to the metaverse mm. okay uh, two actually already i talked about them omniverse then another one is for self driving cars uh, like building a metaverse for self driving cars so that they can learn in a safe virtual space that is one interesting aspect because right now people send like waymo and everything they test it out on public roads and it is hazardous mm-hmm. uh, they take precautionary measures still it is very hazardous so if you build a metaverse that is completely simulated and same as the real world with everything uh, that real world and there is in real world then it will mm-hmm. be awesome like people are building it right now multiple companies are building it including okay. i think baidu is developing one then oh, nvidia is themselves are developing another metaverse for self driving yeah. cars nvidia awesome. is really like the leader in everything right now mm-hmm. in that area then yeah. tesla is developing or waymo is developing on their own so those metaverses i am really bullish on for uh, like self driving cars then omniverse i am really bullish on because they are essentially replacing physical factories yeah for r&d purpose like manufacture for manufacturing you obviously need physical factories Correct. but for r&d for mm-hmm. finding out faults in everything it is a game changer you save like you save billions dollars in that for, for every factory like the uh, automotive companies spend billions of dollars on r&d every year yes and they can save all of that using that so mm-hmm. that's the game changer uh, particular because of that and there is an indian startup called zipfit who are building mm. uh, metaverse i've yeah. been in touch with them i'm also bullish about them because it is a really interesting concept so sunny the founder is sunny and he's a really nice guy and like i love the concept of it in fact i think i haven't seen something like that in a while which is uh, running yeah. and uh, the metaverse coming together and even the web3 flavor which he's trying to add 
and cater to that kind of audience i have seen other apps as well which are you know in mm. the fitness space in the web3 world like dustland runner which is yeah. an audio based blockchain game then there's step n again where you need to buy an yes. nft shoe to you know get started with your runs so uh, on that side note i think coming from india zip is like the most promising web3 uh, startup in the fitness space and it was it great having a, it was great having a conversation with sunny also because he has some great ideas over there and the yeah. first principle thinking he used to come up with it mm. so probably he'll add more tracks like he has boston new york mumbai and then he's going to add yeah, yeah actually like we have been in conversation with them to build multiple tracks and terrains using metashop because that's, that's it directly is involved in it like models are being used uh, in it directly so yeah, yeah that's another use case for metashop <laughs> that's awesome man and yeah. and uh, i think we've we've touched upon the metaverse we've touched upon virtual reality and augmented reality and we've also touched upon web3 now i wanted to understand the entrepreneurial side of the things uh, which which you've been doing right so let's talk yeah. about the journey of uh, metashop and how did you go about you know starting metashop and you know progressing on that journey okay so there have been projects before metashop uh, which have been very crucial for us to reach at this level so we started our uh, like me and my co-founder sofia are behind metashop and we started our journey in final year of college we found our first startup called superset labs in, uh, in while we were in college for final year and that was basically a deep learning based startup in which we built uh, softwares for toll plazas basically hmm. like we used to categorize vehicles uh, that are coming in the plaza because they have to verify that uh, how much rate has to be uh, deducted okay. for them depending on the class of vehicle so that hmm. was our first startup and later on during covid it kind of faded out because of many restrictions that government put on us like we couldn't take new projects because the toll plazas were shut down so yeah. all of that just uh, led to the <laughs> slow death of superset labs <laughs> and last year what happened we were buying a sofa at my home and i was like not sure ki how it will look at my home i was buying it online so that's when the idea of metashop struck us ki okay ar can be used over here but why is not is it not being used right now ar is kind of an old concept it has been since like 2000s i guess early 2000s right. but it is still not mainstream so what's behind that uh, thing so mm-hmm. we find out that building actual ar models is very difficult for people like mm-hmm. the technology is very old but building the assets is very difficult it takes months to convert right. inventory to 3d so that's when we started with metashop so we started at around jan 2022 we okay. built our first uh, like mvp in the first 3 months we did mm. a few pilot projects with furniture chains and a few startups and we just raised our seed funding last month and awesome, we are just getting started now <laughs> so so tell me yaar uh, since you you are into entrepreneurship for a while now uh, what yeah. is the hard part about entrepreneurship um that you that you think is people don't realize yeah. because since they're not doing it when you do yeah, it yeah like there are loads of things actually for yeah. that but the most recent thing like i told uh, during covid superset labs we had to shut down it shut it down and mm-hmm. uh, like we just graduated from college at that point and there is always a pressure ki okay uh, this is not working out uh, like from family from other friends 
and it, they are like pushing you to join jobs and just yeah. give it up and but you have to stay optimistic at one point mm-hmm. it is it was like we had about a month of runway left before we raised our funding and our advisor said that you will probably take 6 months to raise another round of funding yeah to keep going oh. and we had only one month of runway left at Crazy. that point you are like okay we should give up now but instead of that we always kept on pushing we have to stay optimistic no matter what Hmm. so we kept pushing and managed to raise the round of funding which saved us <laughs> and awesome. also like uh, there are um, there are times when you are thinking ki this is getting too difficult and hmm. you just have to like what people do in especially while in college they start with entrepreneurship because it seems like it's very cool to do yeah that. yeah yeah so that's the biggest mistake that people do because it takes a lot of vision it takes purpose to do entrepreneurship otherwise you will just give up it's mm-hmm. very difficult to continue with it most people continue it for a year for a couple of years but then they are like okay money is not coming why am i doing it and then they shut it down yes so, yeah so they are not focused on their own vision they don't have a vision so first of all especially if you are a student you just have to know what you actually love doing like i love doing deep learning stuff i love computer vision i love augmented reality and that's why i keep on doing it year on year no matter what so first of all you have to find what you actually love doing yeah. and secondly you need to have a vision in it ki okay i have to do this and i no matter what have to complete it that's the main thing otherwise uh, most just give it up yeah and tell me yaar uh, when you when you don't see the results right when you put in yeah. so much effort when you don't see the results how do you overcome that stress how do you overcome that say probably it's near to failure and how do you overcome that uh, that situation in your head majorly not yeah. in real life yeah in your, in your head yeah so uh you, like i said you have to be optimistic and the one of the main driving forces that is behind any entrepreneur is their vision hmm. their end goal so the end goal is the one that keeps you driving because we two as co-founders need to continue no matter what and in entrepreneurship you are going to get rejections yeah like um, before raising funds we constantly failed for 3 years we were rejected more than 70 times actually and at the end we succeeded right so right. like you are going to face loads of rejections and that's the norm actually now Hmm. and to get over it you need to have a definite purpose in your head ki yes. this is my life purpose you need to have a life purpose if you have it then no one can stop it from achieving it and, and that's what exactly what uh, sunny said when i had this conversation that uh, you know i said i asked him what is the relationship between fitness and entrepreneurship it's and he said that uh, it's all about the mindset that fitness yeah. and fitness you just have to keep going keep pushing keep doing those exercises until you see the results yeah. same holds true for entrepreneurship just keep going and keep building that mental muscle and believe yeah. in your believe in your idea believe in your uh, energy and the yeah. universe will come together in mysterious ways to make it happen for you exactly it, it's really mysterious to be honest sometimes yeah. things pop up out of nowhere that's that has been happening with us all over these years and you try try it doesn't happen and sometime one day something happens suddenly and it's all good now so that's how it really usually happens over here and like you also need loads of support from your home as well like people the parents should also support their uh, children 
hmm. in entrepreneurship like uh, like i am very fortunate to have such parents and yeah. as well as my co-founder because like if the parents give up on you then there's no way you can continue because in your back of the mind you know that okay you have someone who is supporting you no matter what so hmm. even especially like parents while they are their kids are in college and they want to do different things they want to explore they should allow them hmm. because that's Got how it. they will grow yeah i think that support is very important and also the fact that i have you know converse had this conversation with a lot of entrepreneurs is it is it important to have a co-founder since you can be a solo founder as well just like sunny is and but on the yeah. side note is it uh, cool to have a co-founder is it good to have a co-founder with you uh actually it depends on the person a few people are able to work it out everything on their own so they don't need a co-founder but there are cases like me so i am very strong with technical stuff but yeah. i am not very good at management so my co-founder fills in in that yeah. area so we need people we need a team where each one complements one another Mm-hmm. Uh, and if a person can do it all on its own on his own or on her own then uh, like uh, there is no need to have co-founder but it is always good to have because then the load is like kind of distributed <laughs> you yeah, don't have yeah. the entire thing on your head and it is good to have because uh, see no one can really understand what you are going through exactly like in entrepreneurship people like even your parents they see that you are struggling but they yeah. don't know what you are going through yeah. only your co-founder knows so yes. you need to have someone to talk to that's the most important thing that i have realized that we can talk with each other we can understand each other and we can yeah. go ahead as one uh, that's the one of the main reasons that i feel that we should have always have a co-founder hmm. but it's not a necessity yeah so tell me yaar you know for folks who are listening to this this episode over here can you tell me so before asking this question i'll tell you one thing i uh, listen to so mm. i follow this guy called gary tan on youtube he is a y yeah. combinator he was a y combinator partner but now he's he has his own firm and stuff and he is an entrepreneur yeah. so he said that when you are uh, you know uh, working on a startup and creating your own thing you can't just mm. be a manager you have to do your own stuff and you have to do yeah. almost everything from design to you know writing the code to sales yeah. to marketing and everything right so uh, in all this uh, from your experience what are the three or four skills that every uh, aspiring entrepreneur should have or should start cultivating at the very beginning so yeah uh, one of the very important skills that we learned the hard way is that you need to be a good marketer first of all because uh, the thing is uh, me and my co-founder are very good at tech but we are not very good market at marketing so we built our softwares but we couldn't market it well and it re- didn't reach people all that well so first of all you need to be a good marketer secondly you need to be good at tech stuff if you are doing a tech startup and uh, like if you are not good at tech stuff then at least get a co-founder who is good at tech stuff Yeah. so at least one co-founder should be good at tech one should be good at marketing so these are the two basic things uh, that everyone really needs mm-hmm. and like third one is uh, like the product management part of it okay what's the vision of the product that is kind of less important because the tech person can usually uh, build the vision as well so according to me these two things are very important marketing and tech right 
and and uh, to add to that how about selling because uh, if you can sell and if you can create mm. i think you become unstoppable something like that i have read <laughs> yeah exactly so like in the main marketing part actually i am in selling as well so the selling and marketing and the like distribution and everything so you know to be able to sell the product that's what i meant actually and marketing marketing it got it and now uh, yeah. coming to meta shop because since mm. you guys are building in a big way and you guys are also looking for talent what kind of talent are you looking out for so right now we are looking for mobile app developers and a deep learning engineer as well so okay. on the ios and android side and on the deep learning side especially someone who is uh, in know with uh, neural rendering and uh, photogrammetry those techniques so we are looking for talented people who would like to join us on the journey that's awesome man okay cool man i think on that note uh, i'll i'll end the end the episode thank you so much for joining in mukul and that was a really insightful podcast because we talked about something very different which we don't really you know touch upon which is 3d rendering and yeah. 3d modeling in the metaverse which is essentially the infrastructure for the metaverse right and without yeah. that we won't have any metaverses and virtual worlds and augmented reality exactly yeah so you're doing some great stuff out there and i wish you all the best and i hope to see you more often and uh, let's talk more about metaverse and 3d worlds thanks a lot devans it was very like it was awesome uh, talking with you same here like uh, according like in the web3 stuff as well but for our journey like mentioning yeah, yeah. the journey and through all that part is really important for every aspiring entrepreneur right now so 100% it was awesome talking with you sure man thank you so much and we'll talk soon yeah thanks a lot see you soon bye bye bye